Welcome to the Productivity Breakthrough Podcast. I'm Elise Enriquez, your breakthrough coach. I am known for meeting people where they are and delivering practical insights so they can be more productive. Most people hear the word productivity and they think it's all about getting things done. What actually moves us forward in life and business is getting things known, getting things prioritized, and illuminating the next steps so you can achieve the goals that matter most to you. Being truly productive means being just as okay with what's not getting done as you are with what is getting done. If you are ready to create productivity breakthroughs in your life and business, then you are in the right place. I am so glad you're here. Now, let's create some breakthroughs. Hey there, by the time you're listening to this episode, we will be halfway through the summer of 2022, which means we will be over two years into a global pandemic that we've all been navigating for so long. It feels like way more than two years. And I don't know about you, but I feel like I have tried to be an acrobat dodging this virus. After more than two years, though, we finally got it. At the end of June, COVID caught up with me and my wife, Kim. You might even be able to hear it in my voice still. So I feel like um, Phoebe on Friends where, you know, when she's sick, she has her her lower, sexier voice going on. So I want to talk to you in today's episode about how to stay productive even when you have a bad case of COVID. And by bad, let me just be clear, we were never hospitalized. Obviously, COVID can cause horrible health problems for folks, including death, of course, Ours was not bad enough to be hospitalized or anything like that, but it it was a really bad case considering that we you know were fully vaccinated, boosted, all those kinds of things. All right, so let me rewind a little bit. As I said, we, my wife and I, have been practically acrobats in dodging this damn thing. Of course, during lockdowns at the beginning of the pandemic, we were not going anywhere at all. And we eventually formed a bubble with my mom, my sister, her wife, and their kids. We didn't go out into the world much, but when we did, we were masked. We called all of this, quote unquote, keeping things tight. (laughs) And and we kept things tight for almost two years. We had occasional reprieves when, you know, case numbers would drop. Then we would maybe go out and do something. And this might look like spending time with friends at one of our houses, meeting up with people for an outdoor meal or drink, or gathering indoors with other cautious friends after everyone tested negative using home tests. And then when spikes would occur in the numbers, we would tighten things up again. Finally, this spring, we started branching out even more. Even though we knew the pandemic wasn't over, per se, the rest of the world was definitely going back to a life that looked a lot like life before COVID. So we decided to do something big. We started going to Seattle Storm Games. The Seattle Storm, for those of you who don't know, which now I hope everybody will know, they are our championship-winning WNBA basketball team here in Seattle. And we are big fans. And we have season tickets along with our bubble that I was talking about earlier. So we haven't attended Storm Games for over two years, and they are playing in a fully renovated, essentially brand new Climate Pledge Arena. And so we've gone to a bunch of Storm Games this season, wearing masks and choosing not to eat while we were there at first. Eventually, we chose to have a beer at our seat, but would pull our masks, you know, down for a drink and then put them back up. Then it was, okay, let's go ahead and eat food at our seats. But again, mask in between. I think the more games we went to and didn't get COVID, though my sister and her whole family got it after our first game back, but the more Kim and I didn't get COVID, the more confident we came about doing other stuff, which leads us to Pride Weekend. 
Uh, I'm not even going to explain what Pride Weekend is. If you don't know what Pride Weekend is, you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast or what Pride is. But anyway, with everything that is happening with women's rights and other decisions that the Supreme Court is making right now, and just this undercurrent of a minority of people really trying to take away rights of so many people, it felt really important to show up with our LGBTQ plus community for Pride this year even though we've skipped it for the past two years because of the pandemic. So after the Pride Storm game on Friday, a beer garden night on Saturday, and a Pride Parade on Sunday, I started getting a sore throat on Monday. And I hoped it was just a cold or allergies, but I still canceled dinner with my mom that night, just in case. And I'm so glad I did because the exhaustion and chills kicked in by Tuesday. I remember Tuesday, uh, so this is Tuesday, actually two weeks ago, Tuesday, I worked a full day, but had to take a long nap in the middle of the day and then came up to help Kim make dinner and the chills really kicked in. Uh, And I had a negative COVID test at home on Tuesday, but then on Wednesday, I went and took a PCR test and got a positive result on Wednesday. And so from Tuesday evening until the following Monday, which was July 4th, yeah, July 4th, my wife and I basically lived between our bed and the couch. And then getting up to heat up soup in the microwave. (laughs) I'm not even kidding it. And our dogs loved it because they got snuggles for almost a week straight. They hated it because they weren't getting walks, but whatever. And then this, the following week hasn't been so hot either. In fact, so I'm recording this now two full weeks after my first symptom. So I got my symptoms Monday, two weeks ago. And so now two weeks later on Monday, I'm maybe at 60, 70. No, today I'm probably more like at 75, 80% back to somewhat normal. But you can, like I said, probably hear it in my voice. I am tired right now, even as I'm talking, even though I got a full night's sleep. I mean, this is definitely not (laughs) what we thought we were going to have happen. Like a lot of people have said, oh, I've got, I've had a, I had a pretty easy go of it with COVID when they got it. And I was kind of hoping for the same thing especially because we have a trip coming up. (laughs) So I really was not planning on being out of my business and my life for a week solid. And really, the second week wasn't so great either. I was really in and out of my business, especially since, like I said, we have a big vacation planned for the end of July running through the first half of August. So I have a lot of stuff I got to get done so I can relax and have fun and be present while I'm on my vacation. So I had to figure out how was I going to be productive while being down for the count with COVID. I want to remind you that in my world, though, productivity is about moving forward what matters most while still remaining present to the people, opportunities, and experiences that are all around you. Because what's the point of getting stuff done if you're missing out on your life along the way? So really, productivity is not about checking things off a to-do list. And let me tell you, over the past two weeks, I have been navigating this effing virus My to-do list has been very long. (laughs) While I have checked very few things off my list in those past two weeks, I would consider myself to be highly productive. Let me explain why. When you shift your definition and your perspective on productivity from doing things on a list to moving forward what matters most, it really changes everything. And so for me, as soon as I started feeling sick, the things that mattered most shifted from what was on a, a to-do list, right, from for when I'm feeling healthy, to something else. So here's what mattered most as soon as I knew I was going down. The first was making sure that my loved ones were okay. The next one was taking care of my clients. And then, of course, the third one was actually getting better. 
Hey there, whether you're new to the podcast or have been listening for a while, you might be wondering what I actually do for a living. Well, I help people be, be more productive. And I do that through group programs, a productivity community, one-on-one coaching, and free programs. Now, summer is usually set aside for some downtime, and I run all my programs in the spring and in the fall. I mean, I run some of my stuff all year long, but my big actual courses that I run and things like that, those are usually spring and fall. And guess what? Fall is coming sooner than you'd think. I am so sorry to tell you that. So if you want to stay in the loop on some of the free programs I'm running this fall, head on over to eliseenriquez.com forward slash in the loop to stay in the loop, right? To sign up for notifications on what I'll be offering this fall. Again, that's eliseenriquez.com forward slash in the loop. You'll also find that link to the show notes of this episode. All right, speaking of the episode, let's get back to it. Again, once I was down with COVID, here's what mattered most. Making sure my loved ones are okay, taking care of my clients, and of course, getting better, getting healthy again. So first things first, making sure my loved ones were okay. I got into action right away and texted or called anyone I had been in contact with over the next couple of days to make sure that they knew I was positive or well, anyone I was in contact with during those days that um, were probably leading up to my exposure and, and after my possible exposure. But I wanted to make sure they knew I was positive just in case I shared the virus with them or in case they were in the same place with me and also came in contact with the virus. And so I wanted to make sure that they knew that they were exposed, even if they weren't symptomatic yet. That way they can monitor their health to make sure they're not spreading the virus around either. Next was all about taking care of my clients. I knew I had one-on-one clients scheduled that week. And I knew that how I was feeling, I was not fit to serve them. So I notified them immediately to let them know that I needed to reschedule everything. And of course, because I didn't wait till the last minute, everybody totally understood. I had one community coaching session that I would need to lead at the end of that first week and decided to wait on doing anything about that until we got closer to that time. And when it got down to it, I still felt like crap, to be honest, but because I have standards and a system in place to support my community, I was able to lead a modified session without taking away from the community's experience. So that was one hour of my entire week where I needed to actually work or at least work with clients. I did a couple other things for work, but that was it. So finally, the last thing I needed to focus on what mattered most was getting better. Doing all of that other stuff I just mentioned allowed me to truly rest until I felt like I could do more, which took, like I said, more than a week. Yes, I checked my email on my phone here and there, but I eventually remembered to turn on my out of office so that I really didn't stress that much either. I really forgot to turn on my out of office. So when I, once I did that, I felt so much better. So this allowed me to just give over to how horrible I was feeling and let myself rest so as not to draw this whole thing out. And even though I have a bonus brain in place, my bonus brain is the place that holds everything so that I don't have to remember what needs to get done. So even though I had that in place, I still overlooked some things like keeping my team updated. Sorry, Carrie and Rachel. Uh, it was it was hard for me to accept that I was I was really not doing okay. And I it was interesting how I was able to let my clients know, but I have a couple of team members that support me and I had a hard time letting them know because I wanted to be able to keep going. So that's something I'll do better next time that I'm really sick, which I hope is a very long time from now. Okay, so yeah, coming back to to work after over a week to an extremely long to-do list, it was a bit scary, but I made choices about what wasn't getting done so that I could get better. And once I remembered that, 
was a matter of just moving things to new, more realistic due dates. I was aware of what was not getting done and I was okay with it. That to me is what true productivity is about. It's about being just as okay with what is getting done as with what isn't getting done. And you can only do that by getting things known. So at the highest level, what matters most are values. You know, those never really change. Our purpose, that never really changes. But circumstances at the ground level sometimes require a shift. What matters most in our day-to-day activities and regularly assessing what matters most and lining up your actions to support that, that is productivity. Even if that action is to lay on the couch, nap, eat soup, suck on hard candy so that you're not coughing all the time, watch Netflix and cuddle your dogs and your wife until you feel better. So after all of this, I have a question for you. That's right. It is time for the question of the week. How can you move your health forward this week? Whether it's because you're sick or whether it's because you are wanting to get back to getting your body strong again, or whether you're on a roll and you want to keep it on a roll, whatever that might be. I want to know how can you move your health forward this week? Okay, that is all for this week. I'll be back with you again next week. Until then, keep on moving forward what matters most. Thanks so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Productivity Breakthrough Podcast. Did you have a breakthrough today? Write to me and let me know. You can reach me, revisit anything we covered today, or uncover free resources over at EliseEnriquez.com. And if you know of other leaders in life and business who would appreciate a little help with their productivity breakthroughs, I'd love it if you'd share this podcast with them. And finally, remember to hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.